A fit interview is exactly what it sounds like. Is this person going to fit in? Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also want CF-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. This is Allie. I have a culture fit interview tomorrow with a small org that I really like. I'd be the sixth team member. I've never had a culture fit interview before, so I have no clue what to expect. Is there any way to prep for it? I have the why I want to work here and linking it to their mission, but otherwise I have no clue. They already told me I'm fully qualified for the role, so it wouldn't be role-specific questions, I'd assume. Thanks in advance. Ali, I'm very excited for you. We're both very excited for you mm-hmm. because yes. the fact that you're asking this question means that you are getting to the right stages of your interview processes. Yes. Snap, 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 Fabulous. Snap. I hope you have like five of these this week. Yeah. So don't freak out. I know it can feel overwhelming. Like, oh my God, are we done yet? The answer is no, you're not, but that's a good sign. What you're asking us about this fit interview is typically the last stage of the interview process. So it's so exciting. Yeah, this is this is the one. This is yes. the one where like you you may get a soft offer by the end of the day. Oof, we love yeah. a soft offer. Vanessa, tell us what a fit interview is at the highest level. A fit interview is exactly is exactly what it sounds like. Is this person gonna fit in? That's it. And this is why it's probably got multiple people in the interview. We're gonna talk about formats of fit interviews, but yeah. at the highest level, it's literally a fit. I'm going to have to work with this person every day. This person's going to have to join my company. This person's going to have to represent my company to internal and external partners. Like, are they going to fit? So we're talking about culture. We're talking about personality. Mm-hmm. We're talking about working styles. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the big umbrella of those ideas. And do they understand, like, if I'm a C-suite doing this, right, do they understand where they fit in my larger organization mm. and like what value they add to my larger company? That's all I care about. Right. Mm. But like, so it's fit in a lot of ways, but it is just that it's, this is the fit interview. It might not get called that. It will likely never be called that. Yeah, It's just going to be round two, round three, round seven. Oh, a cute thing. We're going to invite you out. Like, yeah. While it may not be called a fit interview that you're labeling it such means that you know what you're going into and we're going to tell you and everyone else all the different ways that this can happen. Mm -hmm. Because it's a bit of a different prep than a normal no prep interview. (laughs) Amazing. We'll circle back after the break. This episode is proudly brought to you by Vanessa's side hustle. One of many. (laughs) One of several. Hacking social. We're convinced social media is not as complicated as your social media manager would like you to believe. We deliver a marketing strategy that's tailor-made for your business, customized for your industry, and easy to execute so you can reach your ideal client who's ready to spend money with you. That's exactly right. And I'd like to mention that all of Hacking Social's clients are ambitious, goal-oriented, women who are ready to crush it. Exactly. Part of the reason I started Hacking Social is because I realized there's a whole bunch of women just like us who either are starting something or have something going to really successful at it, but they're like too small for the Brads and Chads and the MBAs of the world to fuck with. Mm. And, and that's unfair to me. Everyone needs this information, like how to run solid, successful, organic social, paid social, whatever, whatever it is. Do you need to be on all the channels? No, you need to be on the channels where your people are. And that's why I started that. 
What I personally love about Hacking Social is that Vanessa gives you options. She can do everything for you, start to finish, or she can give you the pieces you can do yourself, or she can find people to do it for you. Like she's got a whole network of people who work for like with her that allow you access to whatever level of support you need for your business. The strategic mind is all Vanessa, but you know, the execution can can be negotiated, which is really nice. So yeah, if you need to talk through some social, I'm a huge proponent of contributing to every conversation I'm in. So everyone and their mother, turns out, gets an hour free discovery call. You can schedule that at hacking.social. Yes, that's our real website. You do not need a .com, a .net, a .org, nothing. Hacking.social. And I'm looking forward to talking to you. Allie, now that we're back from the break, <laughs> I want to... No, stop laughing. <laughs> I'm a little behind the scenes for you guys. We, when we break, we do take a break and we talk about other shit. And so we just ordered some memory cards. Holly <laughs> tried to bring us back with a break. She's like, speaking of circling back, I try to let it go. She's like, no, it's not happening. They don't know we actually took a break. So here we are taking a break. And we coming back we had break. taken a break. You took a break. We all took the breaks. <laughs> we're on a break. And now we're back. And now that we're back... Fit interviews, as we mentioned before the break, all the breaks, (laughs) fit interviews can take a few different forms um, and we're going to go through all of them for you. The first one is a C-suite interview. The second one is a panel interview. And the third is what we're calling a social interview. So let's start at the top. Can we start the social interviews? Those are my favorite. No, we're leaving that for last. Darn it. All right. C-suite interviews. (laughs) This is, again, this, the title of this episode should be exactly what it sounds like because a C-suite interview is exactly what it sounds like. It is an interview with the highest level position you're ever going to interview with. This may, in fact, not be in the C-suite. It could be a vice president. It could be a senior vice president. But this is the person who has the biggest, like, overall vision for your business unit or department that you're trying to get into. These interviews tend to be really short. Allie, it feels like you're going to end up in a panel interview, which we'll talk about in a second. But just so you're aware, like, you may end up in one of these two. They're going to be 15, 20, 30 minutes max. And your only job in the C-suite style fit interview is to make sure that you're exuding soft skills. (laughs) You are a soft skill. You're Vanessa. Okay. And the thing you need to connect, no matter what they ask you, no matter what your other answers are, the thing you always want to connect is that you understand how your role fulfills the mission, vision, values of this company. Period. The end. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Why? Because the C-suite, SVP, whatever, their job at the company is to gatekeep the mission, vision, and values. Everything that comes in and out of the doors of that company, product, deliverables, anything, people. Especially people. That's where we're coming here, right? People. Mm -hmm. They have to make sure that everyone's aligned with that. And if somebody is not aligned with it, it costs them money and time and efficiency. And that's what they are basing their success on. An, An inefficient employee who's not aligned with the culture, mission, vision, values, all of that in a company is going to... Affect the PL. That's exactly right. Period. The way we think about it is that that sweet, 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 sweet is that that C suite individual representative lives and dies by that. And you have to kind of prove that you do too. Absolutely. And the way you do that is by communicating that your skills will add to the bottom line of this company, but not in like a tactical way. Don't get down in the weeds. Remember who you're talking to? You're here. You're here to be helpful. You understand your role. You're a tiny cog in a big machine, but you are as committed to that mission, vision, values as that C-suite is. And if you can walk in, do that and walk out, you probably got it. Amazing. Yeah. We mentioned already that this is all about soft skills. It's all about making that connection between what you bring to the table and what you will be doing in this role. It's not quantifiable. Soft skills, remember, are high level, 
strategic, connecting dots, qualitative. Mm -hmm. It's very passionate. Like it's this like anecdotal. It's any kind of like human connection you can make with this person where like it's basically the three of you in a triangle, the C-suite, you and the mission, vision, values. Like you're all aligned to that, right? And like on some level that passion can come through. Like if you've been listening to Ask Your Work Wife, as you ought to have by this point in your life, (laughs) um, this probably sounds a little bit like, oh, Vanessa, are you asking me to be the company man? Are you asking me to Mm. like totally give my whole life to this company? I'm not, but it needs to kind of come across that way. Okay. You are passionate about it for the right now. For the right number. (laughs) Exactly. For the right now and the right number that's going on a shirt. Um, And that you want to work here. The reason you want to work here may just be that they pay more than the competitor, but that's okay. You need to want to work here for that and let that passion shine through when you talk about the mission, vision, values. That's it. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You should say, in fact, those, those words should come out of your mouth. I want to work here. Yes. In fact, my current manager, he told me long after our interview sessions, the reason I hired you is because you wanted to work here. You're the first person I had talked to that said straight up, I want to work for you. So yeah, get that sentence in your mouth. Say get it out thing. of your mouth yeah. in front of the CEO. Exactly. <laughs> Life hacks. (laughs) Do the thing. I I, I had an experience with this in one of my former roles that I that I think just really encapsulated how the C-suite thinks about fit interviews. Ooh, okay. I'm excited. He was excited to be there. You could tell like he was excited to get a new employee on the team. He told me he's like, I talk to everyone that comes in this company for those reasons. Like Mm -hmm. he said, I want to make sure that everyone here wants to be here Mm -hmm. and is a good fit. And he laid it out. He said, number one, I want to make sure you're competent. Number two, I want to make sure you're passionate. Mm. And number three, I want to make sure you're a person of integrity. Yes. I was like, well, shit, thanks. Okay. <laughs> like, That's an episode. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the competency part was not his job. And he said, he's like, I trust the people that you've spoken with, that I have hired, that I have worked with, to have recommended you for this role to be speaking to me because they think you can do this job. I'm not even going to address competency. And they all, and like, they he knows that they know that he knows that, that <laughs> that's their job. Exactly. The second thing was passion. So he wanted to know that I understood his business, that I understood what he was trying to give to the world through his business and that I was excited about that. There's a lot of ways you can get excited about that. And it probably wasn't, correct me if I'm wrong, it probably wasn't the actual work or the product or the work product. It was the whole thing. Like, Mm -hmm. how are we going to change the world? That's the mission, vision, values. Yes. Right there. Mm -hmm. And the last thing was something that was personally important to him, which was hiring people of integrity. And that's something that he needed to talk to me to understand and feel out for himself. And that's where he's looking for an intuition, a signal, a feeling. A fit. A fit. <laughs> exactly. Dun, dun, dun. So I just love how he laid that out. I think it's so helpful. It was so helpful for me. And yeah. I think, you know, Ali, if you ever find yourself in a C-suite interview for this fit interview rather than a panel interview, which I know you're walking into. Um, and if you're batch applying <laughs> like you should be, you probably have a mix of C-suites and panels on the same week. Gold star. Yes. But that's, that's exactly what a C-suite interview is like at its core. So Holland, I know you love to do this. So let's like put a bow on what are big takeaways on a C-suite fit interview. We have two big takeaways. Number one, connect your role with the mission, vision, and values of that company. Number two, tell them you want to work there. Maybe that's the only thing you say in that meeting. Like, hey, how do you feel about your company? Let them talk. Great. I want to work here. Case closed. I'm going to give you one more, Vanessa. Ooh, a a bonus thing? A little little asterisk up here? tip, yes. I'm so excited. C-suites often love signaling around a commitment to personal development. So mentioning that you read books, mentioning that you have a mentor, 
that all has been a really, really big green flag for C-suite individuals who I've interviewed with in the past. Even mentioning that you would be looking for a mentor, I think might be a good, also great. good green flag too. Like they love doing that, getting involved in your personal development and feeling like you're not only here to contribute to the bottom line and you understand how you fit in the mission, vision values, but also that like you're here to learn. The fact that you're committed to personal development this way tells them a lot about you as a person. Mm-hmm. The reason this personal development tip is a bonus and should be just a little moment in your interview is because if you make it any more than literally a moment, it's going to make it sound like you're trying to extract from this company mm, that's a good rather note. than contribute to it. That's a good note. Like, yeah, the C-suite cares that you're going to make him money, right? And he's willing to like help you out, right? Yeah. But like not at the expense of his company. Totally. Noted. Okay, great. After this next break, we're going to take you to what you're walking into, Allie, which is the panel panel interviews. Okay, panel interviews. Me, myself, and I, social butterfly, extrovert, conversationalist, love me a panel interview. Give me all the people. I (laughs) will dazzle and delight you. I will have you talking to each other. I will start out all your organizational issues. Oh, you aren't talking to you? Yeah. I also love the like good gossip because in a panel interview, you can kind of figure out who doesn't like who. It's fantastic. That's like next level interview stuff. We're going to bring it down to cover the basics for Allie. Yeah, bring it down to my (laughs) level, please. (laughs) So at its core, a panel interview is with your coworkers, cross-functional teammates, or other people you'll probably be working with or adjacent to. And it could be a mixed bag of titles, right? It could be everyone from even a VP could sit in that meeting to a director to your actual same tiered titles to people who even would like- Even below you yeah, even. Mm-hmm, who would not report to you necessarily, but maybe, possibly. Yeah, like that's right. Because you're, and again, with the fit, this interview is making sure that everyone is signed off on this. And sometimes it's a, don't let this scare you. Sometimes this is because like somebody hired someone that no one signed off on and now the team's revolting and they're like, We're not going to let you put someone we can't work with in the middle of this team, right? Well, and what you might experience is that you might have a C-suite interview in addition to a panel interview because the C-suite wants to sign off on you. And so do these people. uh They're like, no, I need to talk to this person before you put her in my lap. Like Exactly. uh The topic of this type of fit interview, the panel interview, unlike the C-suite interview, is definitely in the weeds. These are going to be the people that you are literally interacting with multiple times a day, every hour, and you're doing stuff for them, doing stuff around them. You are their bottleneck or they're your bottleneck. Like these are people you actually have to do work with. So this is going to be work product related, but not in the way that like a technical skill conversation would go. Not a, can you do this job? But like, how do you work? Are you someone who drives to the top half of the hour or the bottom half of the hour? Are you a procrastinator? Are you like a think out loud? How do you like to learn that that kind of work product? It's like how you're going to get the work done rather than what the work getting done is. So I've sat on these before. I like Vanessa love a good panel interview. The best because you're <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, especially if you're on. I think you've been on the interviewer side, That's right? That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's just so fun to sit back and watch like, oh, this person is not on my team, but they're getting like, you can kind of get the early gossip about them. Like, oh, are they going to be cool? Are they going to be weird? Are they going to be tight ass? Like, what's up? That's exactly how I was sitting on it or like how I was representing the company on, on these interviews was I wasn't going to be reporting to this person. This mm-hmm. person wasn't going to be reporting to me, but they were going to be on my team. Mm. And it was also a signal from my manager that she valued my opinion. Good job. <laughs> so Don't stop. You're welcome to Promotion everybody. anyone? Yes, please. Um, what I was looking for as an interviewer, as a cross-functional partner on these panel interviews was, do I like how they think? Mm. And are they, you know, insert company name material? Mm-hmm. Will it work out for them here? Yeah. 
And also, who do I want to work with <laughs> exactly. of these you, people? You can be a little selfish as the interviewer in this. <laughs> it just becomes like, I like what you said about thinking. Like mm-hmm. your team and your company thinks a certain way about the whole world. This is set, let's back up a little bit, by the C-suite at the Mission Vision Values and that trickles down. So there are some people who just don't function in certain kind of environments. Like it, it just comes down to personal taste and preference. There are some companies that like because of their mission, vision, values and their company culture, I will never step foot inside. I will not even apply. I know that I could totally be awesome there. I could make a lot of money there, but I'm like, we don't see the world the same way. So the answer is no. And some people who are interviewing might not know that. And they certainly might not know that about your company. So a fit interview is exactly what, what you said. Like, is this person going to fit? Yes or no? Yeah. So I can tell you from the interviewer side, it's extraordinarily productive. And it's obviously an incredible opportunity for you too, Allie. Yeah. A panel interview is fantastic for you to interview them because you have to make sure you like to work with these people. The job description could be amazing. Could be your quote unquote dream job. Quote, 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 right, quote, quote. Right. All, all the caveats, right? But like if the people you're doing the daily grind shit with aren't cool, aren't chill, that's the rule, then you're going to hate your life. Totally. So the answer is no. For you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come in with some questions about what their day-to-day looks like, how they sort through problems. This is the only time I'll allow you to go look up pre-scripted interview questions. Because <laughs> okay? you're, uh... you're the interviewer all of a sudden, right? I want you to ask them, what's your biggest weakness? What's one time that you failed on a project? What's one time that you like didn't communicate well and watch what happens in the room? Like a bomb went off. Amazing, right? Yeah. But like that that will signal to anyone on that team, like she comes to play. She is here to win and she's gonna level the fuck up. If that scares that team, that says more about that team that says about you. You might not want that team by the time you're done with this interview. This is your opportunity to back out before anyone makes a seventy, eighty, hundred thousand dollar mistake. You, them, everyone. So consider a panel interview an incredible moment for you to just like, do I even wanna see these people for eight hours a day? Do I want to try to solve problems with these people? So, Allie, that's your panel interview. After the next break, we're going to... Let's talk about my favorite kind of interview. (laughs) We're going to bring it to Vanessa's favorite. All right, Allie. This last type of fit interview is a social interview. Unlike the other two, which are very common, you always have one or the other in an interview process. You might have both. The social interview... (laughs) Very rare. It's a rare, very rare bird. <laughs> and it's often disguised as something else. It may be a workshop. It may be a cocktail hour. It may just be like, come meet the team. And you get like a tour of the building and you get to shake hands with a few people. Like it could be a lot of things. Just be on guard. This is an interview. You're always on interview fitting. Yeah, period. I feel like my dad tattooed that on the back of my head. <laughs> Where you're going to find this type of interview is in any role that is... External facing, for sure. So like if you're on a client success team, if you're on a sales team, if you're on a marketing team that deals with lots of external vendors, especially the ones that could be signing pretty big contracts with you, um, or if you're in an agency setting, this is pretty standard. If you're in a company whose job is mostly like B2B services, like business to business services. So like let's talk an Adobe, an Oracle, a Deloitte, a Bain. Like, like if the company you're applying for sits in a place where they have lots of partners, like they work for someone else really. So you actually kind of have two bosses. Mm. You have the C-suite of your client and then you have- Who's paying you? Yes, exactly. Your company, yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you're in a role where your social skills are part of your work product, you're going to end up with an interview like this. I I can almost guarantee it because they need to understand how you socialize. They kind of need to make sure that you went to finishing school. 
you know not to order the most expensive thing on the menu. You know how to only order a drink and a half. You know how to like mix in soda with vodka so that you don't end up drunk at the end of the night. Like they need to know how you do this. They need to know that you can like keep your cool in a social situation. They need to know that you don't totally let your hair down. Like they need to understand that you understand that you're always on interview footing. They need to understand <laughs> that you understand yes. that you're always in mm-hmm. right, right, totally. right, 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 right. That being said, this is really not a typical interview. This is something that's really special, kind of out of the norm. You're probably going to hear about the company you're applying for doing this type of interview ahead of time. It would behoove you to go look on job boards and look on Glassdoor and see how the interviews go. Like go get a review of interviews. Mm -hmm. And like if somebody's tossing in, they're like, yeah, they also took me out to dinner, which was super nice. That was an interview. It was not a thank you dinner. (laughs) Super nice. Yeah, exactly. Right. But if you do happen to get this, it is a gift. It has a big bow on it. It is the most incredible moment for you to really understand who these people are and whether or not you want to work with them. You get to see them in not only their natural habitat, but what they consider their natural habitat. So like if you're applying for a marketing agency and they take you out to like a beer and brat hall, they're a beer and brat hall marketing agency. That's a vibe. (laughs) If they take you out to like really high end sushi and the president orders like the six different types of sake and include and make sure that everyone needs to taste it. That's a vibe that tells you information, right? Mm. If they take you out to a vegan restaurant, Oh my God, I, as a barbecue lover, I'm not going to lie in there, right? (laughs) All those catered lunches are going to be miserable for you. Like I'm packing my own protein, right? Like (laughs) these, these are these little tiny social cues that, that like your team's trying to pick up on about you, but also you have more people in front of you. More data points. Exactly. It's a Christmas morning. Every time I get an interview, like this is like (laughs) free meal and the ability to make social observations. Perfect. So Vanessa, given all of that and how much you can learn about a company, what would be your advice to Ali should she find herself in this situation? Okay. Number one, and probably the only thing, more than any other time I've ever told you this, <laughs> be exactly who you are. Do not fake it. Do not try to fake it. Be exactly who you are. Because if you try to fit in, i.e. not be yourself by faking it, to uh-huh. fit in, then you're going to be forced to pretend the rest of your career. So you want to be authentically you. Yes, you should be the version of you that your grandma thinks you are. Your silverware is always in the right place. Your napkin's always on your lap. You say please and thank you to the waiter. Like, but be authentically you. If you swear a little, swear a little. If you laugh loudly, laugh loudly. If you like to be the center of attention, be the center of attention, but also like be gracious. This is your time to just be yourself. Now, with that being said, I get a little stressed when anyone I'm coaching gets hit with this kind of interview when they are in any kind of scarcity. So if they've been laid off, if they've been without a job for a while, if they're coming up on the end of their savings that they've, you know, their emergency savings, like, or if they're like, if they're in a toxic situation at their current job and they're trying to get out, like that scarcity is going to force you in a social situation to fit in. And that is thousands of years of evolution and biology that you're trying to fight against. Okay. So like you have to be in the right headspace in order to do this kind of interview well. So just don't be scared of it. Just understand that like, if you're looking for a job that you need, not a job you want, know that it's going to be a little stressful and just chill. Do your best. Mm -hmm, Right. The advice is still be yourself. Totally. Be yourself, but don't put any extra pressure on you. The social interview I've I've been through a few times, but most recently was actually at my current role. I work for a marketing agency. 
This interview process was a little bit non-traditional because I did the first interview essentially over LinkedIn. The second interview was with the president of the company and the director of marketing. And the third interview was just the president and I, and we went out to dinner. I was like, okay, this is a fit interview, but it's just the two of us. It caught me a little a little bit off guard. Because it wasn't with like with a bunch of the coworkers yes, or the exactly. whole team or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just so one person, right? Yeah. But turns out now that I'm in my role, I understand like I'll be working very close with him on the direction of the agency, right? So he wanted to make sure that I thought like he did. Imagine that thought like he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like a combination of like the C-suite and the social interview together. The best part was like we went to this restaurant that I like I would pick by myself, like super bougie, like (laughs) wonderful food, like confirm, like has a has a personality, has a point of view. And like I looked at the menu and all I really wanted to do is they had an amazing array of appetizers. I was like, man, if I were by myself, I would just order like three or four of these appetizers and make it a thing. No joke. This man put his menu down. He said, Vanessa, do you trust me? And I was like, I trust you. And he said, what we're going to do is we're going to order a few of these appetizers. And we're going to have them stage them. So they come out two or three at a time. And I'm like, I was literally just having that conversation with myself. And he's like, great. <laughs> You're this hired. Is, this is going to work out just fine. <laughs> and so like, so we went through that interview. It was wonderful. Obviously I got the position. That's where I work now. Months and months and months later, I said something about it in the office. Cause I think we were, we're all comparing notes on what, what our social oh, interview funny. was. Cause they took us all to different places, which is hilarious to me. Actually. Yeah. I know. Right. It's a, inconsistent variable (laughs) agency but the the cfo said to me he's like you know why we do that right and i was like i mean i have my thoughts but sure talk to me about why you think you do it yeah and he's like well we have alcohol in the office we often take clients out to dinner we need to make sure you can handle alcohol we need to make sure that having open alcohol in the office is not going to be a problem for you and as soon as i put a drink in your hand and you're even mildly alcoholic you can tell so he's like that's what i look for in this interview I was like, well, in mine, we had a celebratory cocktail at the very end of the conversation. And that's when I got my offer. And he's like, perfect. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so it like, that's what it looks like and how important it is. It's testing you on a lot of things all at once. So it can be really overwhelming. If that interview with the head of the agency had been a multi-person thing, multiple people would have been looking for different things. So just, just like the CFO said, after the fact, he looks for something different. He looks for how you interact with alcohol. The president of the agency was really looking for how I think. And after we realized we would order appetizers the same way, like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. Like you think exactly how I do. That's what he was looking for. That's his green flag, right? If the CFO had been there, it might be a little bit different or a secondary test in addition to that. But also you get to test the other people too. Like, man, if they took me to a beer and broads place, I'd be like, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> do I have to wear an apron for this? <laughs> right. So to wrap this up, Allie, we're really excited about you and your interview. It feels like a panel interview. So take the chunk in the middle. Yeah. That's for you to act on right now. Apply it today. Get the job. Let us know when it happens. Yeah. And anyone else who's listening who has a C-suite or a social interview coming up, take note. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Did you get like a remix going for season two or whatever i can't i can't beatbox i don't know I'll have it's to not contact. a skill i have it's fine it's a hard skill you'll never need to know yeah absolutely <laughs> the soft skill is hiring beatboxers perfect